Hey there, Strong Mom. Welcome to the Mom's New Strong Show, a show that inspires, educates, and motivates you to ditch the weight loss and fitness drama and create a fit and healthy lifestyle that you love, all centered around down-to-earth and practical solutions that will leave you feeling inspired and ready to take action. I'm your host, Jessica May, fitness and nutrition coach, hot mess mama too, a recovering perfectionist, and a lover of all things sprinkles and Mexican food. I'm also a woman on a mission to help you strengthen your body and mind so that you can be the best version of yourself. Ready to unleash your inner and outer strong mom? Let's get started. Hey, Chang Mom, welcome back to another episode. And today we are going to be talking about body scans, all about body scans and what that body scan is telling you. So when you do go get one, you know what to do with that information, how to decipher it, and what kind of actions you need to take in order to start seeing the results that you want on those body scans. So lately, I've been helping a lot of people decipher their body scans. And it's also something I highly recommend my clients get before I do a nutrition consult to help me really dial in their macros even more more. So what is a body scan if you're not familiar with it? So the body scan that I'm going to be talking a lot about in this episode is called the in-body scanner. And this is something that you can find usually at a nutrition store, supplement store, some gyms might have them. It looks like a scale um, you stand on, but it also has these handles that you hold and it sends a electrical current throughout your body. It uses BIA technology, which is bioelectrical impedance analysis. And like I said, it sends a small electrical current throughout your body and different body tissues have varying amounts of water content. As a result, the BIA can decipher between the muscle, the fat, the bone, etc., and measure what is what because they each have their own electrical conductivity. And so it really works a lot off of water weight and how you know, the the in-scanner, I really recommend that one because it's accessible, also because it uses a multi-frequency, so it's more a lot more accurate than the BIA devices that you can get at home, which are the scales that you see or even the handheld devices. Um, a lot of those devices, like say you use the handheld device, it will mostly just do your upper body and then it kind of like has to guesstimate the rest of you. The when you stand on it's a little the opposite. It will, you know, get be able to get a currency really well through your legs, but it cannot travel all through your arms. So the in-body scanner is both, you know, the the um, through your hands as well as your feet. So it's more accurate. The golden standard for body scans when you're trying to look at body composition is the DEXA scan. But those things are and a DEXA scan uses x-ray technology. So those kinds of, the, that kind of scan is really um, not something that's really available. You have to do it like in so, like a medical setting. Um, also, it probably costs a lot of money. To be honest, I've never done one. <laughs> um, so the in-body scan is from what I've I've researched, what I've looked on the website, it's 0.99% in correlation to a DEXA scan. So it's pretty high up there as far as accuracy in comparison to a DEXA scan. The only thing that, and I'll talk about that in today's episode, is when you go do an in-body scan, being very mindful of the conditions and how you approach it. So you want to have the same accuracy every time. And um, there's certain things that can throw off that body scan. And we'll talk about those things. So in today's episode, what I want to really cover is I want to cover uncover what to do um, when you go get one of those in-body scans. 
how, what are the ideal conditions that you want in order to get the best, um, most accurate, you know, results. Then also, how do we look at that sheet? Because when you go and do it, they're going to give you a, a sheet. And how do we look at that sheet? What's on that sheet? How, what, what kind of things are we looking for as far as, as progress? And then if we are not seeing the progress that we want, how do we take that information on that, that, that she's given you and then turn that around into what do I do now? How do I get on the right track? So we're going to talk about different types of scenarios that can happen on those scans and what to do about those scenarios. And then I'm going to give you guys also some tips on how to, like I said, get the best scans and then also tips on how to gain muscle and lose fat if that's not what is being shown on your paper. And then also some mindset about this because I'll be completely honest, um, when I go and get a body scan, it's, I almost feel like I'm getting a pop quiz. I'm like, I don't know why I get so nervous. <laughs> you know, I think that's normal because it's really easy to see those scans as, okay, this is going to prove if I'm a failure or not, what I'm doing, you know. So we have to come at it more objectively and have a different, a certain type of mindset in order. So say if you don't get a good scan or it's not, not I want to say a good scan, but not what you were anticipating or wanted, how do we not let that derail us? How do we take that information and and let it empower us to move forward and make better decisions so that next time we do get a better scan. And I'm going to talk about that at the end with some examples of my body scans. Not all my body scans have been where I want it to be. And I'm going to explain why I don't really necessarily see that as a bad thing and how I see it as a learning experience and how I move past that and how I move on to get a better scan the next time. So let's first start with um, the best tips for these kinds of scan, this kind of scan. So if you are not sure what this is still, <laughs> you're like, okay, this sounds awesome. Where do I go? You can go to their website. Just type in, uh, you can Google in body, I in body uh, scanner. And then on the website, you can search your area to see if you can find one. What I really recommend to people, like say when I do a nutrition uh, consult with somebody that's not locally here, because fortunately we have one that's locally here in this small town, then um, I tell people just call around to like ask your local gym, um, ask, call like a supplement store, like especially a fitness supplement store. They usually have them and then they usually allow you to come and do the scan for free because it's a way to get you in the door. And they take literally like two minutes. It's super easy, super quick. I've, I don't think I've ever known of any stores or heard of any place, a gym that will charge you to do this. So it's really worth your time to see where your progress is. And I'm going to put this on a little side note here that needs to be heard is if you are somebody that struggles with a scale, and I'm just talking about a scale that tells your weight then you really would benefit from this, especially if you are somebody who's trying to gain muscle and lose fat because that scale does not tell you where that gain is, that gain or loss is coming from. But when you go and do this scan, it will break down your body fat, your muscle mass, uh, your water weight, it will even show you in segments of your body where your muscle is. So how much muscle do you have in your right arm, your left arm, your, your right leg, your left leg, your torso? So you can see if you even had muscle loss or muscle gain, where is that coming from? 
And that information can be very helpful. Also, it gives you your BMR information, which is your basal metabolic rate. This is the basic amount of calories your body needs to function while at rest. This does not include activity. This includes like, for example, if you were to lay in bed all day doing nothing but just living, how many? that's how many calories your body would need to survive. And it's called your BMR. It tells you that on your sheet. And this is really inf- good information. I use this as um, a nutritionist when I do nutrition consults too, because what that number can tell you is if you're under eating. So what I tell women you should never be eating under that BMR. So it will be in calories, okay? And it's based on your muscle mass, your body fat percentage, your weight. And if you are eating below that, then you're definitely under eating. And when you do macros, like when I do custom macros, I use that number to multiply it by a a activity level, right? To get somebody's total daily energy expenditure, your TDEE. And that's how I... um, base macros off of that number. So that number is important to see where your metabolism should be. Now, the thing is not all of us are there, right? If you have a, um, you chronically yo-yo diet, um, if you're eating below those calories, those things you are under eating and that is hindering your progress. So it's really important to look at that and then put it into perspective of how you're eating. So that's another really good information on there. I'm not going to talk a lot about the BMR because we're not really talking about nutrition today. What I really wanted to talk about is what it shows you at the bottom of the sheet. So at the bottom of the sheet, it shows your body composition history. It includes your weight, includes your skeleton muscle, your muscle mass, and your body fat percentage. And this is the trend that you want to look over, look at over time. Over time, you want to see a trend of that muscle mass go up and that body fat go down. I tell women, don't really even pay attention to the weight. Even if you have a lot of weight to lose, I wouldn't really pay attention to the weight because we really want to start getting in the mindset of caring where does that weight come from. Is is whenever you go and you do a body scan and you're like, I hear women, they come to me like, oh my gosh, I'm gaining weight and I'm, or I'm not losing weight and they're freaking out. I'm like, okay, let me see your scan. And it's showing that they lost weight fat and they gain muscle and they're freaking out over the damn number of the scale of how much they weigh. And I'm like, this is what you want. This is great results, progress. I have to explain this to them because they are so focused on what that scale says that they don't even really care where that weight comes from and how important it is to be trying to gain muscle or at least maintain muscle as you're losing fat. Most women I work with, they want to be gaining muscle and they want to be losing fat because they're trying to transform their body. That's called body recomposition when you're focusing on those two things. So it's more than just weight loss. It's caring where that weight comes from. So when we do extreme diets, when we lose weight too fast, you're going to lose muscle mass too. And we don't want that. That is going to lower your metabolism And not only that is as you lose the weight, you're just going to be a small jiggly in all the places you don't want to be person. Like you're just going to be a smaller person than what you are now, but you're still going to be jiggly in all the wrong places. You're not going to be toned because you lost muscle mass. And not only that is your metabolism is going to really go down as you lose that weight. And then you're going to plateau faster too because of that. So it's really important to be looking at that muscle mass go up and that body fat go down over time. I recommend getting these scans every two to three weeks and not to do it when you're on your period. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. 
And so because it's based a lot on water weight, that's how that that electrical signal will bounce through um, your tissues is with water weight, with the water. Um, so what was I going to say? <laughs> Let me get my train of thought here on what I wanted to go over next. I want to make sure I, I'm very thorough with this. Okay, so let's talk about, like I said, every two to three weeks. Oh, that's what I wanted to explain. What is good progress? I've done uh, podcasts on progress before, but just a quick reminder to you women that think this is quick and easy or <laughs> quick and fast. Um, it's so there's two ways. So when we're looking at muscle gain, right, and I'm uh, working with somebody and they're doing these scans, I've seen results like in two weeks when people are following my macros and their strength training, losing 2% body fat and gaining two pounds of muscle. Now that in two weeks is freaking crazy, amazing results. I've even seen somebody, a woman gain four pounds of muscle in two weeks and um, lose two pounds of muscle. I mean, lose two pounds of body or 2% body fat. Um, The body fat, I think, is pretty doable, 2% in two weeks. Um, Even 1% would be awesome. But on the muscle, it can be different. So the woman that I saw, four pounds of muscle gain is because she was gaining back muscle that she already previously had at one point. She was coming back from an injury. She was regaining muscle. It's a lot easier to regain muscle that you once had because of muscle memory. Now, if you are somebody that is gaining that muscle for the first time, that process is going to look slower. That I remind women all the time that one pound of muscle gain, new muscle gain for women in a month is great progress. And that is that is what you're looking for. It's a slow process for gaining muscle. The body fat can be a little different. This is going to depend on how close uh, you are to a low body fat percentage. If you are somebody that's 30% and higher in body fat, you're going to see that body fat, you know, about 2%, a couple, uh, like two to three weeks is, is good progress. Now for somebody that is on the lower end of that, you know, 25% and lower, that progress is going to be slower. This it is. It's it's gets harder to lose that uh, body fat as you start to get to lower body fat levels. Um, we all have heard like the last ten pounds are the hardest to go, and and that is in truth. Like it, it does take dialing things in to really get to um, body fat levels that are below twenty percent for a woman. And that's just the way it is. So it's going to be a little slower process. So to say like universally, this is what the progress is going to look like is is not good. Like I always uh, rem- tell people and remind them too, like at, when you are listening or you're following somebody, a coach or something, and they're telling you that every like everything's always absolutely like it's always like this. It's like this for everybody. You need to turn around and run away <laughs> because they're all different, right? Um, a lot of things are, they're not going to be the same for everybody. It's not, it's yes, there's generalities, but it's, you are not the same as somebody else, the body composition. That's why I like doing macro counting. That's why I love doing custom macros, because that is for you based on your body composition, based on your fitness level. And when I do nutrition consults and when I work with women, I take it to the next level and it's going to be based on your lifestyle too, because it doesn't that matters. It's okay. It's not like, okay, here's your macros. That's it. Go run with this. It's like, okay, how do we actually incorporate this into our life in the, in everybody's lifestyle is a little bit different. So every time I do a nutrition consult, meal plans, 
they look different for everybody. Nobody has the same meal plan. Even if they had the same macros, which that never happens either, <laughs> uh, it wouldn't look the same because their preferences on food is different. Their lifestyle is different. So those are the kinds of things that, you know, when you're trying to, just on a side note, when you're listening to coaches, you want to be mindful of that. So now let's move on and let's talk about how to get the best scans. So you don't want to go while you're on your period. I already said that. I would even take it a step further. Don't even go the week before your period. If you're somebody that really retains water uh, in your period, which I've seen most women, three to five pounds of water retention, you know, right before your period and during your period because of hormone function, uh, hormone shifts. So do not go during that time because that will throw it off. Do not eat or exercise at least three hours before your scan. I personally like to go first thing in the morning, but I know some people don't have that, uh, maybe can't do that, so you have to go after work. So just keep that in mind. It has to, no eating or exercising at least three hours before. I would suggest always going at the same time of day. If you go in the morning, always go in the morning. If you go in the evening, always always go in the evening. Don't wear lotion on your hands or feet because that's where the the conductivity takes place. So you don't want to hinder that that electrical uh, flow you want to stand for at least five minutes prior to testing and this allows all your blood flow everything to just even out especially if you were sitting for a long time prior to so you want to stand at least five minutes before you test you want to use the bathroom beforehand you don't want to chug a bunch of water going back to it is based on water weight right so those are my tips on getting the best scans um i would even go as far as to say if you can wear something similar every time to do that if you're wearing something heavy jewelry something on you you need to take it off um Uh, that those are those kinds of things should be taken into consideration. So now let's talk about what kind of scans do we want to see? I've already kind of hinted at that, but you there's a lot of information on this sheet. And so I really don't even look at most of the top of the sheet, you know, with the water weight and your lean dry mass. Um, And then what I really like to look at when I'm looking at these is at the very bottom, like I said, where the body composition history is, weight muscle mass, body fat. It will tell you this over time. Every time you go get it, you will see this trend. It will show you a trend of where you're going based on your previous scan. So it's really cool. You can see that over time. I also, like I said, that I like to look at what's above that, which is the segmental lean analysis as well to see where is that muscle mass being gained or lost that can sometimes be um, helpful as well. So those are kind of the things you really want to well, focus on. And then if you're doing macros and you're looking at macros, the BMR is on there as well. And that that's helpful. So we want to see that muscle go up and the body fat go down um, and not worry so much about the weight. And I've already explained that. So I'm not going to go in that again. So let's talk about you go in and you get a body scan. And let's say you did, you have a body scan you like, right? It's like, oh, awesome. I'm gaining muscle. I'm losing body fat. What do I do? What do I do with those results? You keep doing what you're doing. That's what you do. (laughs) You keep milking that progress until it doesn't work anymore. It doesn't make sense to change up something that is working. And I'm stating this because I like to every once in a while, listen to other people that talk about fitness or macro counting. And so just to see what other people say, you know, just curious sometimes. And I found this dietitian on Facebook and she was, I'm not Facebook on, uh, on iTunes. And I was listening to her podcast and she was suggesting to change up your macros every two weeks or every week. And I'm like, 
what? Why the hell would you do that? And I'm like, and this woman's a registered dietitian. And I'm like, no, why would you do that? You're very, you're making so much variables happen. Like, so when you go get a stand, how do you know what's really working? And then on top of that, you're not giving your body enough time to see something works. So you know what to adjust. And then also you want to continue to do something till it doesn't work anymore. Your body is always adapting, right? So when you find something that works, you want to milk that progress for all that it has before you start to plateau. This is what I tell women whenever I work with them when it comes to losing weight as far as the calorie deficit. It doesn't make any sense to keep cutting calories every week, right? (laughs) Why not just cut calories and let your body get the most out of that. And then when it plateaus, then we can cut calories again. And also I tell them not to, you know, a lot of women will automatically put themselves on a 1200 calorie diet. You're, you go from 2000 calories to 1200 calories and you're going to get some great weight loss in the beginning. You're probably going to lose some muscle too, to be honest, because that's a huge calorie deficit. And then your body's going to adjust and it's going to, you're going to plateau. So where are you going to go after that 1200 calories, right? Um, So I hope you get where I'm going with this, that you don't want to change anything if you are doing it, if your scam's good, right? That's why it's also important. Go every two to three weeks so you can see where you're going in progress and you can uh, pivot, make changes, adjust as needed and not wait too long to do that, okay? So when I tell people a true plateau is doing everything, not not seeing any results for like two weeks, okay? Two to three weeks. I would just say two weeks because um, that that should be enough time to see where you're going. And that's perfect. If you're getting body scans every two weeks, two to three weeks, then there you go. You can really see if you have been in a true plateau, if everything has stayed the same. Okay, so do not change anything up at this point. That's another really important thing we're going to talk about as we go uh, talk about other different scenarios you can have with these body scans is really using this as information and not to change everything all at once. Sometimes it's just let's tweak something and see what happens, right? Let's not tweak all these different variables and then how do we know which one worked? Does that make sense? So now let's talk about if you don't get the, the ideal scenario. What are some other scenarios that can come up? One is your muscle can go up and your body fat could go up at the same time. So you're gonna see both of them trend up. And you know what? I honestly say that this is not that bad of a scan. It really depends on your goals. If you are a woman that has come to me and you are already a DC, you're like 25% below, you know, on body fat. And you're telling me, I really want to gain some muscle. I really want to get serious about muscle gain now. Then if I saw this kind of scan, I'd be like, that's really not a bad scan. We did good. We gained muscle. So you did a good job at stimulating that muscle growth. And, and um, the only thing is, may, depending on how much body fat went up, if it was just a little bit, if it was like less than 1% or even 1%, and the client's okay with that, I'd be like, okay, cool. Like, we're doing good. Let's just keep doing that. If they gained more than a 1% or they really don't want to gain body fat, say maybe you're already at a higher body fat percentage and that's not what you wanted, then what is happening is you're just eating too much. You're overeating. So we need to dial that back in and we need to make sure, okay, are we hitting our macros? Do we need to adjust our macros? If you are somebody that's getting a scan like that and you're not doing macros, then you need to start doing macros because it's just proving to you that you need to dial in your nutrition more 
But the good thing is you're gaining muscle. So that's something to celebrate. But then let's talk, let's get you on the right track with the fat, uh, losing body fat. And so it's going to take dialing in that nutrition. And if you are not somebody that is currently macro counting or keeping track of your food, right, that variable and you get a result, you get a scan like that. How do you take that? You can't, you can't do much with it because you, you don't have a variable to change. You, you have so much variety in, in how you're eating or you don't even know where you stand in your eating. So it's going to be really hard to change something that you're not aware of or don't know where your standing point is. That's why it's really important if we're getting serious about transforming our bodies that we our macro counting, that we are tracking our food so that was something that we can have control of and that is a variable we can change and we know what to change with it. So the next scenario could be your muscle goes down and your body, your muscle goes down and your body fat goes down. So this is both of them going down. So what this is to me, when I would see a scan like this, it would signal you are losing way too fast because you're losing muscle too. So you're probably like dieting too hard. You probably put yourself in too much of calorie deficit. The next thing I would ask is like, what kind of exercise are you doing? Obviously, you're probably not doing strength training or you might be prioritizing cardio over strength training while you're in a calorie deficit. So you're not putting the stimulus needed on your body in order to maintain or grow that muscle. So we need to start focusing on that piece. We need to start looking at our strength training, making sure that we are not only just lifting weights, but doing it in a way that is progressive overload. So you are getting, putting more on that bar. You're at, you're lifting more weight over time. And that we're giving that body that stimulus because once again, our body adapts to everything. So we want to be making sure that we're putting that demand on our body to create that muscle. Um, And especially really important while we're cutting calories as well in order to maintain our muscle. Um, Also not eating enough protein while cutting calories. That could be another issue why this is going on. So once again, everything's going to go back to Mac. Are you macro counting? Are you dialing in the nutrition for your goals based on your body composition? Um, So that would be another scenario. Another scenario would be your muscle goes down or stays the same and your body fat goes up. And this could be that maybe you're working out too much or your body is overstressed. Um, It could mean also that you're doing too much cardio and you're not doing enough strength training and and you might be overeating. Right. So usually when we see body fat go up, it could be usually a sign we're overeating. We're not dialing on our macros. We're not eating enough protein. We're not getting those calories aren't coming from um, the the macros that we want. We need them to be coming from in order to create that transformation that we want. And then also I've seen this, too where the body fat goes up and the muscle goes down. And these are women that are working out and it's just they're working out too much and they're overstressing their body. And I have to remind women that we have a stress bucket (laughs) or think about your life. Think about you have this bucket and you're feeling it with stress. So all kinds of things like in this, and I have to remind people that exercise and dieting is a stressor. So if you're already stressed out, you're not getting enough sleep, you're not eating correctly, you're not recovering correctly, you're stressed about life, things going on. And then you add exercise, especially a lot of cardio to that, or a a really um, big calorie deficit, then you're overflowing that stress bucket. And it's going to be really hard to lose weight. Okay, your body's gonna hold on to weight. It's not in a state to feel good about letting that go. 
And I have to remind women that a healthy body is a sexy body. So if your body is functioning in the way that it should, um, it's going to be a lot easier to lose weight. It's going to be your body's just going to work for you. And it's really hard if you are not in a healthy state to gain muscle. Okay, it's um, and not recovering well because recovery is such a big part of that muscle growth, including sleep. Right. So a lot of that muscle building and tissue repair happens in light sleep. And if you're not cycling through all your stages of sleep correctly, especially light sleep, it's not the first stage you go through, then you're going to want to um, really focus on dialing that in, in in your recovery. So I would if you're in this scenario and you're a strength trainer, you're working out and you're not seeing the muscle go up and your body fat's go- your muscles going down, your body fat's going up, then I w- that's something that I would think about. I would think about how is my recovery? Um, and then the other scenario, final scenario is you stay the same, right? So you go and you get a scan and it's the same and you're like, damn, now sometimes this might not be a bad thing. Cause if you're just trying to maintain results, that could be a good thing, but more than likely you're, you know, even if you get to a point where you're happy, you're like, okay, what's next, right? That's just how our minds work. Like, let's do another goal. Um, so really staying the same just means that you're balanced. It means that your exercise, your activity, and your nutrition are balanced in a way that's getting you just to maintain. So then we got to think about, okay, what do I need to do to get myself out of that if I'm trying to you know, gain muscle and lose fat? So what I would think about at that point is dialing in macros, um, probably going to have to up the exercise intensity in some way. So if I'm trying to gain muscle, then maybe I need to be doing more restrict, uh, strength training. Maybe I need to add more volume. Maybe I need to do more sets. Maybe I need to add another day of that. Maybe I need to make sure I'm coming with the intensity and making sure that every week I'm tracking my list that I am going up in weight over time. Remember, progressive over is really important in order to grow muscle. So I need to be dialing in those things and making sure that when I come back to a scan, I can really assess and know, okay, like I did all these things, it didn't work. Okay, then I need to up this, I need to change that. Um, So once again, having those variables and knowing what they are to manipulate, right? But if you're not tracking anything, there's nothing to manipulate. (laughs) So it's really important to take these scans um, it's really hard to do something with a scan without some type of information on what you've been doing, okay? That's what I'm trying to get at. So let's talk about some tips for gaining muscle and losing fat. Once again, strength training. You want to prioritize strength training, not only just for strength for gaining muscle, but for fat loss. I've done an episode on this where I talked about why uh, cardio is not the best way to lose to lose weight. It's actually strength training. I can't remember off the top of my head exactly what it's called, but there's a lot of reasons why I'm not going to go into all the things, but I just want to kind of touch on and remind you guys of how important these things are for trying to transform our body and recomp our body. Um, also, macro counting to dial in nutrition at le- or at least eating more protein. It's going to be essential. You're going to need to do that in order to get these kind of results. So when we're doing body recomposition, it is more trickier or I would say challenging than just weight loss in general. Just if you if you just wanted to lose weight and you don't care where that if that weight came from muscle or fat, that's actually easier to do than this. 
because it just means you being a calorie deficit mostly. That's all that means, right? But if you want to transform your body, you have to not only get the calories right, you need to get the macronutrients right. You need to get the protein, the carbs, and the fats. Those, those need to be dialed in. The, the next thing you need to really focus on is the recovery, sleep and water and stress management. These are things that women don't really think about when it comes to weight loss or muscle gains, but it's really important because if you're trying to gain muscle, you are go when you go to the gym and you're working out, you are sending a signal for muscle growth, but it's what you do outside of the gym that dictates what happens with that stimulus. Are you going to gain muscle from that or possibly even lose muscle because you're not fueling yourself correctly outside of the gym? You're not giving the, your body the recovery that it needs in the form of nutrition, sleep and water and managing stress, right? So those are the things that I would focus to give those little tips for um, gaining muscle, losing fat, getting the kind of results and scans that you want. Now, I'm going to leave you guys with what I think might be the most important part of this whole episode, which is the mindset part. Mindset is everything, guys, and and how you are going to see and view this sheet and what you're going to do with it moving forward is everything. So we talked about how you can, you know, analyze this. But now let's talk about like that emotional piece, because it does matter. And I'm going to be completely honest, you're not going to get a good scan every time. <laughs> you're not going to get ideal situation every time in your scan because you're not a robot. You're not perfect. And, you know, things happen. And then also on that, this isn't a learning journey. I want you to see this as an experiment. That's how I see it when I do my body scans. And there's sometimes I play around with things to see, okay, let's see, is this going to give me a better scan than that last time? And it doesn't always work out that way. And so you got to be very objective of this see it as an experiment um, and know that your self-worth and is not tied in to a number on this. It's just like the scale. Your self-worth is not tied into that number on the scale. Your self-worth is not tied into your body fat, your muscle mass. That That is, um, that is not an indication of your worth. You know, this is just a way that we need to have a healthy perspective. So when I go in to do a body scan, I have to check myself mentally and I see it as feedback. And I use that feedback objectively to reassess, okay, what am I going to do now? And I want to share with you guys one of the things, my re one of my recent scans. So uh, one of my recent scans I just did a couple of weeks ago, and it was not ideal. My muscles stayed the same, and I went up 0.4 on my body fat. So it wasn't even half a percentage of a body fat, but it was not the direction that I was intending or wanting. I wanted to, you know, go lower. And I'm 22% body fat. So it was like, I'm already at those lower levels. So it's like dialing it in. And, and um, I know it's going to be a slow process, but I definitely don't want to see that number go up. Um, so instead of beating myself up about it and being like, oh my gosh, you're a coach, you're, whoa, you can't even like, look at what you're doing. <laughs> you're supposed to be macro count. You're supposed to, you know, and your scan sucks. And, but instead of looking at it like that, I was like, okay, what have I done differently? And there is stuff that I have been experimenting with lately within myself. And then I had to remind myself that I put myself on a reverse diet too. So I was upping my calories in an attempt to get my metabolism higher so that way I could cut calories. But I was also upping my calories for another reason I reminded myself is because I was adding in way more conditioning. Um, I have been teaching 
Um, I've been teaching functional fitness classes and at the end we do metabolic conditioning work and I've been doing a lot more of that. I've been doing that four to five times a week on top of my strength training. And only that is I've also dialed back my bodybuilding to three times a week so I could focus on Olympic lifts the other two days out of the week. But then on top of that, I'm still doing my, uh, still doing like four to five day, uh, little metabolic conditioning sessions, anywhere from, you know, 10 minutes to 20 to 30 minutes. And so I was, I thought that if I ate more calories, I would be able to counterbalance all the extra cardio because I already know my body type. I'm just a smaller person. I'm only five feet. I have small wrists. I just, I'm a smaller person in general. I'm small bone. Um, it's hard for me to gain muscle. It really is. And I'm just naturally a small person. So I know cardio, if I overdo it, it's going to hinder that muscle growth. But I was hoping I could counterbalance that with more calories and it just didn't work out. And that's okay. That is okay. So that's me knowing me and my body. Somebody else, I've had people that I do macros for that do that functional fitness class that come to my class. On top of it, they do um, bodybuilding outside of the gym, um, outside of our classes, I mean. And, um, you know, they're getting great results. They're getting the results that the muscle gain and the fat loss, but it's because everybody's body is a little different. And so mine obviously is more sensitive to conditioning. So what I have decided to do is not to be like, oh, man, this is a shitty scan, but more to see it as, okay, this is feedback that I'm just doing too much cardio. <laughs> I'm doing too much cardio. Not only that is I went back and I looked at a body scan, my best body scan ever, which was last year, right before COVID, actually. COVID totally freaking screwed me up. I was on good track. Um, anyways, it was 20% body fat and I had two more pounds of muscle than what I have now. And I was looking at, this goes to where the segmenting, right? I told you it shows you your, your muscle for your different limbs. Um, so I went and looked at, okay, where was that muscle loss? Like, or where was, where did I have that muscle before? And I don't have it. And it was in my legs. And that makes sense. If you're, if I'm doing a lot of cardio, I'm doing more running and, and, you know, polymetrics, jumping around all that. It would make sense. I'm losing muscle in my legs, like so. Um, so I was like, okay, this is just even more that I can't. I'm just somebody that is just gonna have to. If I want to gain muscle and I want to be serious about it, I'm really just gonna have to get more serious about doing in my adding in my bodybuilding and my strength back in um, and limiting cardio. It's just the way it's gonna be. So now I'm gonna do three thing, three sessions of metabolic training a week on cardio, and then I'm going to add in more of bodybuilding back in on those other days um, with Olympic lifting. So that's kind of what I'm doing. And then also, since my body felt was kind of going creeping up a little bit, I was like, okay, cool, that's fine. I was doing a reverse diet. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna cut calories back just a little bit um, to what uh, to start that body fat you know, again, so it wasn't a bad thing necessarily. So if I was reverse dieting, ideally you wanted the least amount of body fat gain is, is great. Um, even if just maintaining it, that's really, really good. So you know what? I did good on reverse diet. <laughs> so if anything, I was just hoping my muscle gains would have went up. So that is how I see things. Another good, um, Oh, another good example, one of my scans that I had that was not ideal, 
a couple of years ago was when I was playing around with intermittent fasting. So I was doing fasted workouts. I was fasting until noon. I just wanted to play around to see because it was something that was really popular. I've been hearing like a lot of women coming to me asking about intermittent fasting. I was like, I don't do it. Let me try it. Let me just see what it's like. And I noticed the same results. Um, My body fat was kind of starting to creep up and then my muscle was going down. Um, So I was like, okay, this doesn't work for me. It doesn't jive for me. And I was saying it's not for everybody, but for me and my genetics, and because I am a hard gainer when it comes to muscle, I have to train fast. I have to train in a fed state. I have to give my body that. If not, it's going to start breaking down my muscle. And so um, anyway, so that's that's just some examples of how to look at these body scans and just showing you guys that, you know, even me knowing what to do, <laughs> not always getting the, the best um, ideal scans, but it's usually because I'm experimenting with something. It's usually I change something up and um, I just want to see. Sometimes it's kind of fun to see that experiment. Maybe, you know, you never know when you might tweak something. It might actually make things even better than what you were doing before. But what, like I said, if you are getting, ideally, if you're getting those body scans where you want them to be, do not change anything up until you see yourself plateau. Okay. Um, but I think that is all that I have for this episode. I hope it's very helpful. I hope that it encourages you if you have not done this kind of scan to start doing those kind of scans and, and seeing that progress in the way that you want to see the progress instead of, you know, relying on the scale because the scale itself is misleading because it's not telling you, like I said, where that weight gain or weight loss is coming from. And I've had many women um, really concerned coming to me like, oh my gosh, the scale is not moving. What is happening? Like I'm working on lifting weights. I'm, uh, you know, doing good on my nutrition, um, but I'm not seeing the scale move. And I'm like, okay, well, how does your clothes fit? Are you losing inches in your waist? And they're like, oh yeah, I'm losing tons of inches and and my clothes are fitting better and this and that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like you're losing, that is a good indicator that you're losing fat and you're gaining muscle, okay? Um, stop freaking worrying so much about the scale. And if that is somebody that is you and you're, you're in that mindset, these can be really good to really put things into perspective of what's really going on. Okay, so wanna encourage you to go do that. Um, but if you have any questions, you can always hit me up mom is the new strong instagram facebook jess at mom is strong.com is my email and then facebook group is macros for moms i also want to end on this note i have been working on something in the past few weeks and it's finally available to you guys and it is a, a kickstart mini course for macro accounting and what it does is shows you how to do your own custom macros. It shows you how to kickstart your journey, um, including um, an introduction to my Macros for Mom method, which is a laid back four step approach to macro counting that takes you step by step with ease in a way to create a macro counting lifestyle actually fits with your mom life. Um, and so if you want to get more details on how to get that mini course, go to www.momisanewstrong.com forward slash kickstart. And it will be in the show notes as well. So um, yeah, so I did that for you guys. I've been doing a lot of nutrition consults lately. And I was like, what can I do to make this more accessible to women and take the process that I do with my clients when I do a nutrition consult and show women how to do that for themselves plus more. And it also includes 30 
three of my uh, recipes, my macro-friendly dinner recipes um, in a online uh, recipe notebook and how to get access that as well. So it's a really great asset. It's really great for the price. I try to make it a really no-brainer. There's no barriers on why you cannot get started um, with your macro counting journey. So I'm going to leave you guys with that. But for now, go out there and be the strong mom that you know you are. And I will see you in the next episode. Bye for now. What if you could lose weight and transform your body without cooking yourself separate dinners from your family, without meal replacement shakes, or without cutting out all carbs? Macro counting is a lifestyle that can give you all of that, and it's a diet that actually fits into your mom life, not another restrictive diet that you have to work your mom life around. And I've been using macro counting for the past five years to stay fit and stick to my goals, as well as help other moms do the same. It can truly be life-changing if you are ready for it. And that is why I put together a free, simple, and quick guide that walks you through five questions that will help you know with clarity if you are ready to start your macro county lifestyle. So go to www.mamasnewshong.com forward slash get started. That's mamasnewshong.com forward slash get started or see the link in the show notes. So go and grab this guide so you can find out if you are ready to confidently start your macro county lifestyle today.